0: all right welcome back to episode two of what's the odds i'm here with joey again and we are going to keep posting every tuesday so let's jump into it and talk about the nba trade the brooklyn nets acquired james harden for karis LeVert and a shit ton of draft picks no yeah this trade was a uh, pretty out of like nowhere honestly um i wrote on a couple uh, losers here i uh, I think uh, the biggest loser of the whole NBA trade uh, was Kevin Durant himself. Um, I think, you know, people are now expecting this team to win. Uh, so if they win, uh, people are going to say that he had a lot of help. And uh, if they lose, obviously the same thing goes. I I feel like it's just a double-edged sword for him. Yeah, I agree. And I think the, the also a part of the trade that doesn't really make sense to me is why the Rockets sent um, Lavert to the Pacers for Oladipo. Um But one thing to look at is I guess this trade kind of saved Terrence Levert's life. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh, They found a mass on his kidney, I believe, uh, when they got the checkup for the trade. Uh, So that's definitely interesting. As a Michigan man, I hope everything's all right with him. Uh, One of the teams that I think did a pretty, pretty good move was actually the Cavs. Now on top of Garland and Colin Sexton and Drummond, they brought in Jarrett Allen to play some defense for him. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I do like that move, but the Cavs have a lot of centers on the roster. I mean, Andre Drummond is on a one-year deal, so I'm assuming that they're going to move on from him. No, yeah, look look, look for them to trade Drummond at the deadline, I think, uh, just to get something back. You know, the Pistons couldn't really get anything, but uh, I think Drummond's low, honestly, like, elevated his play at the Cavs a little bit, so uh, I think they'll get a little something back. Another thing I wanted to ask you about this trade is, do you think it's fair that CP3 couldn't go to the Lakers, but James Harden can join KD and Kyrie? Absolutely not. There, there's no reason CP3 shouldn't have been on the Lakers. <laughs> it was. This is just. Come on. Let's be honest here. This is ridiculous. And then, do you see, um, do you see the Rockets being good anytime soon with this trade? Like, do you think I they think, won this trade? I don't think that this trade was something that they were planning on winning now. With, I mean, they got three, four mm-hmm. first round picks, something like that. You know. Uh, I think they have a roster that's gonna be help that good be good to help the young guys grow and to still be a semi good basketball team. But no, I don't I don't think we'll see them uh top of the playoffs anytime soon. Right, ladies and gents. Next we will be moving on to the Dan Campbell hiring Lions. Uh comment? As a Lions fan, I like I like the hire, but I'm not in love with it yet. Salah, I feel like Robert Sala would have been the flashy pick that everyone wanted. But then again, it's if Robert Sala wanted the Lions job. Um, there was rumors that said that he didn't interview well. I don't believe it. I think he wanted New York Jets, $70 million cap space. And yeah, but Dan Campbell, we, we're moving off from Matt Patricia, who they said was the X's and O's guy. And we are going away from that and going with a straight motivator and leader, which I think we need. And, uh, well, Dan Campbell was also third on my wish list. I wanted Robert Saleh and Eric Ben and me over him, but that's fine. And Dan Campbell has learned from under Sean Payton, and he also knows the culture because, you know, Dan Campbell played for the Owen 16 Lions, so he knows the struggle that we went through. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad Holmes, I, I, I actually love the Brad Holmes hire more than I love the Dan Campbell hire. Um, Brad Holmes is a good scout for the Rams, and, yeah, I think the Lions finally got a GM hire right. Nice. Yeah, as a Lions fan, I don't think it's really fair for me to judge these guys yet. Um, I'll probably come back to them near draft time and whatnot. Uh, moving on, we're going to go into our uh, our must-win bet of the week. Uh, Kyle and I are both 0-1 from yeah, last scratch week's Scratch last week's episode of must-win. Yeah, so basically uh, just don't bet these bets. Okay, um, I'm going to be taking the Packers and Bucks over this week. Uh, it's at 50 and a half. And uh I think it's just the best bet to take, honestly. I mean, Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau and Brady in the playoffs, like I said last week, man, they're gonna put up points. Taking another over, huh? Yes, sir. So I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go to UFC two fifty seven and the keen is back, Connor McGregor. And he is predicted that he will knock Dustin Poirier out under ninety seconds. So I'm gonna take the under of two and a half rounds and says that he does do that again since he did it the first time. Oh dude, I would King I would love back. to see that, honestly. uh, New segment of the podcast called "Who's Better," and I'm going to say two people from the same position, and Joey is going to give his take on it. So let's judge Joey on this part. Please don't hate. We'll we'll jump right into it. Um, we have Prime Big Ben or Prime Eli Manning. Ooh, I'm I'm taking Prime Big Ben. Uh, I think uh, Eli is viewed as a guy that uh. Is really only really known for being Brady in the Super Bowls. I mean, outside of that, he's never really put up spectacular numbers. And uh, Big Ben has. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, number two, Damian Lillard or Kyrie Irving? Oh, give give me Dame Lillard, man. Yeah, Ka- yeah. Honestly, there there's that one's almost a surefire gimme. Uh, you know, Dame is I'm just second God. best point guard in the league, honestly, and the best rapper in the league. Yeah, honestly, real big bars out of Dame. <laughs> Number three, Pete Carroll or Sean Payton, coaches, Hall of Fame coaches. You know what? Give me Sean Payton because Pete, Pete Carroll did not give the ball to fucking Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard <laughs> line. That's all I got to say. Hey, a lot of people say that was Daryl Bevel, but Pete Carroll you know, didn't take the blame I, I'm for sure it. That, I'm sure Pete Carroll had the final say on that one. Number four, Drew Locke or Mitchell Trubisky. And, you know, as a Denver fan, I hate to say this, but uh, at the moment, uh, Trubisky sadly is better. That's not a good thing to say. But uh, you know, this is <laughs> this is Locke's year to prove it though. So, you know, look for Locke to to shut me up right now. Number five, Elvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey. Ooh, see that's a tough one, man. Uh, from this last year, obviously, McCaffrey didn't play, but I think when he's on the field, McCaffrey is the better player. And uh, you could argue uh, Kamara has been a, a dominant receiving threat, but who did that two years ago? I mean, McCaffrey can yeah. just do it all. Another thing to think about is Kamara has Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. Uh, like yeah, the and my man, my man uh, McCaffrey played with Kyle Allen and, you know, a couple games with Teddy this year. So we'll move on. Number six, Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid? Oof, man, see, that's tough because both of them are really not leading their teams like they should. But I, I'm going to go Embiid, and I think Embiid would put up the numbers to prove it consistently if he wasn't sharing the paint with Ben Simmons. I think uh, just having Ben Simmons as the guy that's supposed to space the floor is just reali- re- no, unrealistic. It's just not possible. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Embiid's better. He just needs somewhere where he can have the paint. I think the defense is pretty – Embiid's pr- way better than oh, defense definitely. As well. well. 100%. So the final one, this one – People are going to judge you on this one, especially the old-timers. No offense. But the 2017 Golden State Warriors or the 96 Bulls? Oh, man. Old-timers are really going to hate me for this one. But uh, give me the Warriors, man. Like, no one no one can guard all those people from the Bulls. I mean, they have Pimpin and Jordan that could play some solid D. And uh, we don't even – no one's guarding KD. Like, Pimpin's good at defense, but KD can go over him, you know, let alone go around him. I, I think it's just the Warriors all day. I agree. I agree. Everyone, type "cancel Joe" in the comment section. <laughs> Anyone? I'm gonna be naming off uh, some random names, and Colin's gonna to have to say if they're a Hall of Famer or not. Uh, expect new segments like this throughout every couple of weeks. You know, we're just trying to keep it fresh for you guys. All right, starting it off. Are you, you ready, Colin? I am. Let's let's get this going. All right. The first one is gonna be Lamarcus Aldridge. Ooh, Hall of Fame or not, Lamarcus Aldridge. When he played for the Trailblazers, he was the man. Um, even in San Antonio, he was, has a couple All-Stars. I'm, I'm going to say he is. One day he will be. Pretty sure he's a career 20 points per game average. I, I'm going to say he does get in one day. Okay, okay. Uh, the next one is going to be Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph, Zebo. Um, Just because he's from Michigan State. No, I was kidding. Oh, my God, that's a tough one as well. I'm gonna say he's not an all-star or a hall of fame. Ooh, hall okay, Famer, okay, that's definitely interesting. There, I'm gonna say no. All right, this next one, you know, this one uh, I know we have personally talked about before, but uh, it's Devin Hester. Devin Hester. I say he's the first special teams player to get in. I think he's the greatest returner of all time. Yeah, I agree. And I, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say he does get in one day. Yeah, I think if they put him in as, like, a kick returner, he will. But uh, if they don't allow him to do that, then uh, he obviously won't. But, all right, next one. This one uh, hits deep to the roots, but we're going to go Derrick Rose. Derrick Derek Rose is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. Just He's the youngest MVP ever. Um, he's still – even after he, like, got hurt, he's still averaging 16 to 20 points a game. I, I think Derrick Rose will get in one day. Yeah, I, sure, I honestly hope he does. All right, next one. We uh, talked about this guy earlier, uh, Eli Manning, coming at you. Eli Manning is going to get in. He has two Super Bowl rings. He beat the 16-0 and Patriots. Eli, Eli Manning is going to get in one day. Okay, okay. This last one, I uh, played, played with Zebo. I want you to, you know, You're gonna say about this one. Like... I'm going to say Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul. I'm going to say yes as well. He has a defensive player of the year, even though LeBron should have won it that year, but that's whatever. Um, He got a ring in Toronto, and I think he's going to get another ring with the Lakers at some point in the next two years. I'm going to say Marcus Hall gets in as well. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of What's the Odds? Uh, make sure you guys come back around Tuesday, same time next week. Uh, starting next week, we'll probably be having some guests. Um, They're going to come on and help us out a little bit. But uh, other than that, you guys uh, have a good one and stay safe.